is worthy, he's worthy, he's worthy, he's worthy. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah to the name of God. Today we are going to go into prayer and also into the word of God to engage the Lord and ask for his mercy. Praise the Lord. And we are speaking today on the Hebron, restoring the lost years, restoring the lost seasons, restoring the lost glory. Uh, in the name of Jesus, I want you to invite people. I want you to share with friends and get us all to prayer. Praise God. You want to pray and lift yourself before God that between now and the end of the year, you will not have any occasion for evil news. Between now and the end of the year, that the Lord will spare you sickness, shame, disease, affliction. Between now and the end of the year, that you not have any occasion for mourning, but that God shall intervene in your life and in the life of your loved ones in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray wherever you are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, you shall see the end of this year and you shall see it in glory. Hallelujah. You shall see the end of this year and you shall see it in favor. We are speaking on Hebron and the emphasis for these three days is that God restores us and restores what has been lost and restores the years that we have wasted. Those of you who have studied psychology and education, you know about these psychosocial developmental stages where after a certain age, you begin to think whether your life made meaning or not. After a certain age, what we are coming with, to be honest, many of us, Many people in life do not live according to the original plan of God for them. There are many, many, many people who do not live according to God's plan. And these three days are moments of sober reflection, but intense prayer. Sober reflection, but intense prayer. That we are going to reflect upon our lives and not deceive ourselves that we will be we will be we will be brave enough to say i think i did not do well i think i missed it i think i messed up and i need god to restore me that is the emphasis for these three days the plan of god for your life is unique and scripture says i has not seen ear has not heard neither has it entered into the heart of any man what God has prepared for those that love him God has prepared things for you God has prepared things for you and my prayer is that you will be able to come into contact with those prepared things of God for your life hallelujah my prayer 
is that you'll be able to come into contact. But sometimes we get overwhelmed by the many things that we encounter and we ignore the plan of God. We ignore the plan of God. I want you to consider that you are not a biological accident. You are not a biological accident. Hallelujah. You are not a biological accident. Can you say that? Can you say that wherever you are? Say, I'm not a biological accident. And I, God has a purpose for my life. And that is the purpose for this meeting. And I'm speaking to you. And I want you to reflect because most of us are not aware that your success is the success of God. Your success adds to the victories of God. Your, your victories adds to the glory of God. The more you are successful, the more you are established, the more you do well, it adds to the bag of God's glory. And so you have to do well. Say to yourself, I will do well. Say to yourself, I will do well. Say it one more time. Say, I will do well. Open your eyes. Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 10. Your glory, your victory, adds to the victories of the Lord. Your success adds to the, to the glories of God. Your testimonies adds to the glory for the name of the Lord. Scripture said, that the entire world shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. And this knowledge of God's glory is hidden in God's assets. The assets of God, the, the, the people of God, the assets of God, hallelujah, they carry this knowledge. And I'm saying that your victory can you say that to yourself? Say, my victory adds to the glories of God. God has invested value in everybody on earth. And the success of those people brings glory to God. Ephesians 3.10 He says, the intent of the Lord is that now, through the church, and who is the church? We are the ecclesia, the called out. Through the, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to rulers and authorities in the heavenly realm. Thank you, Jesus. Now, because of this, you and I are part of the ecclesia. You and I are part of the called out. You and I are part of these people whom God has chosen to use to display his manifold wisdom. Glory to Jesus. That the cure for cancer shall come through a tongue-speaking child of God. What glory it will bring to God. What glory. Look at Joseph. The entire success of a nation was held up in him. Yet he was locked in a prison. Yet he was locked in Potiphar's house. Yet he was locked in his father's house. Kuramashete. And we are going to pray. Because you are part of the success story of God. But what do we see? Many destinies are under attack. The lives that should display this manifold wisdom of God and attack. And I shared with you my story. I don't know what your story is. It took me almost a year till the Lord spoke again and said, I have restored you. Now go. Then I said, how will I go? What gave me the right to do that thing? I left it. And I'm not talking about a visa. No. I already had visas. This was something that allowed me to be in a place and gave me some privileges. And he said, I have given you a new one. Then that place 
the new place sent me an email and said, we saw you log on to our system a year ago. Are you still interested in joining us? Are you listening to the story? I lost something. I went back in prayer for so many months. The Lord said, I have restored you. But I didn't go back to that old place. It was another one. And they contacted me. Many destinies are under attack. The devil, those principalities don't want you to manifest glory. They don't want you to be successful. They have crashed destinies. Some are in prison. Some are broken. Some are broken. The devil is so subtle in his attacks that he can free one area of your life and then hold on to another that you can never celebrate any success in the other areas of your life. Second Kings chapter 5, verse number 1. 2 Kings chapter 5, verse number 1. Glory to Jesus. Shekatala Kaya. 2 Kings 5, verse 1. New King James. This is a story of a very successful man. A very anointed man. He was a commander of an entire army. He was like the minister for defense. He was a great and honorable man. Scripture says, Now Naaman, now Naaman, the commander, now Naaman, the commander of the army of Syria, was a great and honorable man. In the eyes of his master, because by him, the Lord had given victory to an entire nation. Are you seeing what we are talking about? We are talking about one man who through him an entire nation has been blessed. Oh, can I prophesy? May your family be blessed because of you. May your nation be blessed because of you. May your families be blessed because of you. May nations, may institutions be blessed because of you. He was a mighty man, the Bible says. But whilst they were giving the chronicles of Naaman's good works, whilst they were giving the chronicles of Naaman's great works, Scripture says he was a great man. He had won many victories. The king honored him. The people respected him. Syria, the entire nation was blessed because of him. They did not finish his, 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 his laurels, the glories of Naaman. They did not finish and they had to introduce a, an affliction in his destiny. He said he was also a mighty man of valor, but a leper. But a leper. This is the story of many people. Like Naaman, there are people listening to me now whose destinies are under attack. Destroyed, crumpled. There are many people listening now, like Neymar. Many glories, many victories, many glories, many victories. God has done this with you. God has done this with you. This has happened to you. This has happened. But... And that enemy has put a bat in your life that you are unable to take it away, that you are unable to see the glory, that you are unable to focus on what God has for you. I'm talking to you. You are rich, but you are very sad. You are employed, but you are unfulfilled. You are married, but you are insecure. You have children, but they are wayward. You are young, but you are full of sickness. There are many bats that the enemy has put in the life of many people and positioned some aspects of their destiny under great attacks. Lift up your right hand. Say after me, any area of my destiny under attack, oh God, I come out of it. I come out of it. I come out of it. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. There are so many destinies. 
many destinies. You were a pastor. But, and like Neymar, when he got home, he cried. When he took his armor off, he cried. People are so outwardly looking so wonderful, and they cry at night. They cry at night. There are pastors who cry at night. They are, they are bank managers, successful people who cry at night. Your marriage, you go by, you cry at night. And any aspect of your destiny that is broken, that is fragmented, that is destroyed, as we consider this, that God shall restore. I was listening to the Prince of Preachers, and he made a point. That for years to be restored is almost impossible. There are people in their 50s now and they have realized how the enemy has impaled their destiny. Impaled their destiny. Lamentations 1 9, New King James. He says, Her uncleanliness is in her skirt. She did not consider her destiny. Therefore, her collapse was great and she had no comforter. He says, Oh Lord, behold my affliction for the enemy is exalted. Verse number 10, Lamentations 1. He says, The adversary has spread his hand over all her precious things. Over all her valuable things. The adversary has spread his hands over all her pleasant things. I think the NRSV uses precious things. I don't know. It, which aspect of your destiny? I don't know. Which aspect of your life? I don't know. Which area of your pleasant life the enemy has stretched his hands on? I don't know. I don't know. Lay Kataya. But you are going to pray today that any area that the enemy has touched, God will restore. God will restore. God will restore. Any power, any spirit, any force that attacks you at the verge of promotion and frustrates your destiny, as we enter into prayer, may their power be broken. May their power be broken. May their power be broken in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Precious. He was an addition to the testimonies of God. He was an addition to the glories of God. He was an addition to the power of God. Yet the enemy laid hands on his precious thing. Don't forget that scripture. Lamentations 1.10. He says the enemy, the adversary has laid hands on all her pre- precious things. All her precious Since the adversary spread his hands over all her pleasant things. New Revised Standard Version. Over all her precious things. I don't know about you. Rich, but sad. <laughs> Employed, but unfulfilled. In ministry, but lost. Enemies have stretched out their hands over all your precious things. Enemies have stretched out. So she did not consider her destiny. And her fall was great. Oh God. Masakaturia. Le kapai kumushataya. Any area of my life that the enemy has stretched out their hands over my precious things as I pray oh God we remove their hands and we recover those precious things in the name of Jesus begin to pray wherever you are say any area of my life that the enemy has stretched their hands Lord as I pray I recover in Jesus name I recover in Jesus name I recover in the name of Jesus in Jesus name precious things precious things what what precious things thank you Lord 
that have stretched over my It's prophet. okay now. What precious thing has the enemy stretched his hands on? I want you to reflect. Reflect. I said, I want you to reflect. The scripture we are using is Lamentations 1, 9 and 10. The first allusion of scripture to it was she had some uncleanliness. There will be areas of sin, weakness, things you have overlooked, things you are holding on to which are not right. As I listened to Charles Spurgeon, he said, in restoring years, what is even sad is those who have lived all their life without the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you imagine that these people are just wasting years? Listen, there are strong attacks. Once I was in long fast and prayer and I was caught in a trance and a certain woman appeared to me and the first time she appeared, I thought she was an angel, angelic being, wearing white. So I got closer to this, this being and the more I got closer, I saw in her eyes dark and evil. Then she opened her mouth and said, you, I have finished with these people. Now is your turn. We will stop you. Listen, don't be oblivious of the fact that your victory adds to the victories of God. And that is enough reason for the enemy to fight you. Destinies are under attack. Second Kings chapter 2 verse 19. The Bible says, The men of the city, the people of the city, ran to Elisha and he said, Prophet, consider the situation of this city is pleasant as it is to the eyes, but the water is bad and the ground barren. Are you listening? They ran to him. They said, the situation of this city, as you can see, is very beautiful. When you look at it outwardly, this is beautiful. But inside, what gives us life, which is water, is bad. And there is no fruitfulness. Our lives within is barren. But from the outside, people see pleasantness. Is this your story? Is this your story? That people look at you and they are like, oh, what glory, wonderful person. Wow. The Lord has blessed this one. But within you, your ground is barren. There is no fruitfulness. There is no promotion. Year after year, you realize that you are wasting away. Every birthday you celebrate brings sadness to you because you see unfulfilled destiny. The land looks good, but inside is poisonous. The marriage looks good, but inside you are dying. The business looks good, but you are sacrificing so much. There is no fruitfulness. You have just become an object of show. You are not adding to the glory of God. You are adding to your own self-worth. And you realize when you are alone, like Naaman, when he shall remove his army garments and his leprous skin begins to fall off, he cries at night. He sobs at night. He was so down that a young girl, a young slave, that was in that home, one day spoke and said, Oh, that this prophet, this man, this my father, this my boss, this my father, was somewhere closer to the man of God. And that dispensation is over. You don't need to identify with a particular man of God for you to receive your blessing. Even though God can do that. Many people, many, many people, 60 years wasted. Many lives have been wasted. Miles Morrow said that the grave is the richest place on earth. Because over there, there are books that were never written. There are songs that were never composed. There are businesses that were never started. There are churches that were never started. My God, 
There are companies that were never started. Over there. Over there. Don't die full of potential. Die empty. Die empty. Has your destiny come under attack? You need to reflect. You are not the person people see at church and they smile to. You know what is going on inside you. Just look at yourself. A certain man was created as a potential evangelist. As a missionary. The first missionary. The first missionary. The first missionary. Yet that man had been enslaved and his destiny was taken away. This man lived in tombs. I think the passage should be somewhere in Mark 3 or Luke 8. Man of God can find it. This man was crushed. He has 6,000 demons living inside him. His destiny was under attack. His destiny was under attack. Nothing happened. 6,000 demons resided in one man. Yet this man had a destiny. And so he was doing, he was living the life of 6,000 demons. And those demons preferred to be at the graveyard. So this man was living in a tomb, sleeping on people's tombs, cutting himself with stones. People bind him with chains and he will rip it. That was his story. Until one day he met Jesus. And when he met Jesus, Jesus commanded the demons to come out of him. They said, no, sir, please wait. You you can't get us out of this area. This is our territory. Tonight, every territorial spirit, every territorial power, my God, my God, lose your hold in the name of Jesus. Lose your hold in the name of Jesus. Those who have held people bound, like this man. This man was living a life that was not his life. Unattended spiritual battles do not go away. Rich, but dying inside. I'm telling you. Pleasant on the outside, but you are dying inside. You know. You know that you are not fulfilled. You know. You know that you are almost 48. And you've seen that your life has been wasted. Your life has been wasted. And this man in Mark 5, the scripture we just opened, Jesus commanded the demons to come up. And those demons said, we are 6,000. People were seeing a mentally unstable man. Yet it was not him. Something was driving him to live that life. Today, if you are living any life, that is not your life. May God deliver you. May God set you free. Come out of him. And they rushed into 2,000 pigs. 6,000 demons entered 2,000 pigs. That is a ratio of one pig is to three demons. One pig. I want you to see the value of the human soul. Bible says the unclean spirits went out and entered into a head of swine. And there were about 2,000. And those pigs ran violently and drowned in a sea and died. One pig could not, the body of that pig could not contain three demons. Yet one man had in himself 6,000. And it drove him insane. And when Jesus healed this man, Go down to the lower verses. We saw his original ministry comfort. Verse number 20. The Bible says, And this man departed and began to preach in ten cities concerning all that Jesus had done for him. I told you, your victory adds to the glory of God. Here his victory is adding to the glory of God. Are you in the right place? We are about to pray now. Is your destiny under attack? Is your life 
moving in circles. It's your marriage under attack. Some people can fight in their marriage. The, the devil, eh? He can let them fight and fight and he'll be standing there looking at them like that. There was a couple. It, I knew. Anytime they fought, what they did not see was spiritually, they were holding their hands and their children were lying on their hands like that. And anytime they fought, spiritually, they split their hands together and their children will fall and hit the ground. Yet they did not know. Somebody shared with me a story. He said, the day we decided to split up, one of our children fell down and collapsed. And we had to rush him to the hospital. Are you listening? Are you listening? Your victory adds to the glory of God. You are going to pray. Don't let money, don't let wealth deceive you. I said, Neymar was rich and prosperous. Neymar was a political figure. Any aspect of your destiny under attack. Many lives have been wasted. Doctors, accountants, wasted. Wasted. There's a spirit of a waster. And it's wasting lives. Isaiah 26, verse 16 to 17. New NIV. And I'm going to close here and we pray. Many people, many people wasted. You are going in circles. You are going in circles. Your life, your life has been limited. Your destiny is under serious attack. I told you a story of a young lady. I visited her home. I didn't say anything because of their beliefs. And she woke up from a terrible dream, ran down and told the parents in my presence, I had a dream and this girl was sometimes very violent and in the dream God helped her to see demons were wrapped around two hands her two hands like this and they caused her to behave up in, in, in a wrong way demons one day I had a vision a demon had been sent to a man but that man was praying and that spirit waited at the entrance of that man's house for almost 20 years Kept waiting, kept waiting, kept waiting. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 26 verse 17. Look at that. This is the story. He says, as a pregnant woman about to give birth, rests in and cries out in her pain, so were we in your presence, Lord. He says, we were with child. We rest in labor, but we give birth to the wind. We have not brought salvation to the earth, and the people of the world have not come to life. Listen. Thank you. It says, like a woman in labor. Is this your story? You, like a woman, 30 years old. There are some, some young men. I, I, I'm so sad for them. Because the where they live and the environment they are in deceives them. And do you know another thing that deceives people? Church, religion. People get so intertwined and they think for God. They think for God. God is waiting for you to conquer territories, to add to the testimonies of his glory. You are sitting down waiting for God to come and do things for you. He says, we have been with child. Is this your story? We have been with child. We have been with child. It could be a vision. It could be a dream. It could be a goal. It could be a plan, something you wanted to do. I'm speaking to you. Reflect on yourself. You may be a preacher. So what? You may be a preacher. You may be like Neymar. An entire country benefited because of you. But in your room, you cried day and night. In your room. I'm talking to you. Isaiah 26, 17 says, Like a woman in labor, we have experienced the pain of labor. We have experienced the pain of labor. We have reached in pains. But we gave birth to the wind. 
you brought forth wind. You had nothing to show for your labor. That is what he's saying. You have nothing to show for your pay. Your destiny has been ransacked by certain limiting spirits that you have nothing to show forth. But in these three days, I will teach you how God can take somebody who went through nine months and everybody saw that they were carrying child and everybody saw that they had this vision and everybody saw that they had this thing going on. But they went into the labor world and came back empty. I prophesy in the name of Jesus that you will not enter into the labor world of your destiny and come back empty. Say, I will not come back empty. Say, I will not come back empty. Say, I will not come back empty. You will not. You will not give birth to the wind. I'm asking you, you are 60 years. Just look around. And this goes beyond wealth and money. There was a urologist, an American trained doctor who came to Ghana to do free surgeries. And he had houses in one of the prime areas in the country. And after I met him, I saw in the news dailies that he had committed suicide. And he had left a note. And that note was that I failed to reconcile with life. I will never forget it. Because there was somebody I knew, I met. And his note was, I failed to. And he had money. He had lots of money. So, I told you, there are people that the enemy will subtly deceive them and let their wealth flow. But hold on to things like Naaman that even though they have money, they can never enjoy happiness in life. I don't know which part of your destiny is under attack. I don't know. Like this man, people saw him as mentally unstable. Your destiny. I told you my story. There's no productivity. Second Kings 2.19. And the people said, our land is pleasant. But there is no fruitfulness in it. Look at your home. Look around. There are five of you. Look around. The best of you. The best of you. The one who has done very well. You just look at that person. And see if your land is fruitful or barren. Land represents destiny. You are 25. You feel on top of the world. You are about to marry. You are not listening to anybody. You are mortgaging your destiny. For momentary pleasure. My God. I knew I could not just marry anybody. I knew. I knew I just couldn't marry anybody. Because something was at stake. Lamentations one night, she did not consider her destiny. And so her fall was great. Adversaries spread their hands on her precious things. Isaiah 26, 17. We have been with child. We have been in pains. We have been in labor. But we entered the delivery room and we gave birth to wind. May God be merciful. Are you ready to pray? I don't know. I don't know which part of your destiny is under attack. I don't know. Most of you today, when you dream, you see yourself in your primary school. You see yourself in your old father's house, old mother's house. Those of you, most I'm sure many people here have experienced what I'm saying. Those are the signs of a destiny under attack. When you dream and you see yourself like when you were in high school and sometimes you realize you are taking an exam and you cannot pass. They are subtle signs. Are you ready? You, you, you can go on you can get money, but you look into your life. You there's some some area of your destiny that is not fruitful. It's not fruitful. There's a part of your destiny that is not fruitful. And I'm praying that God will help you. Are you ready to pray? 
You have been sleeping for 30 years. Try and fast. You have been eating for 25 years. Fast. Fast a little. Seek God. Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel 37. God took the spirit of the prophet into a valley of dry bones. From verse 7. God wanted to restore them. But their problem was too great. God wants to restore you. And he has to do things to encourage them. I told you about this story in Jeremiah 17. But look at this. So God takes the prophet. And he shows him a valley of dry bones. I'm talking about your destiny. Pray about your destiny. I'm telling you. Listen. It took my wife and I a whole year and some months to recover. One mistake. One mistake. And that. Don't be too big before God. I, I, my wife told me, you have to repent. You did what God did not want you to do. I said, yes. I don't think I even said yes to her. You know, sometimes you are trying to, to be, to, to be, to be a man. You know, like, you know. But I said yes in my closet. Crying. Mercy. Show mercy. Show mercy. Show mercy. How? It's impossible for the years lost to be revived. Yet, the fruit of that labor that was lost, God shall restore. Oh, one came and cried. Hallelujah. Hey, <laughs> Somebody said yes in my closet. Yes. You know, sometimes the husbands and men, they try to be stubborn. So the truth is being told to you. And then, uh, you know, you keep quiet and go back in the closet. Like, oh, Lord, be merciful. The prophet saw that the bones were dry. Verse 2, he said that I came into a valley of bones and they were dry. And there were many indeed, they were dry. And the Lord said to him, son of man. Can these bones live? I'm talking about you now. I'm closing here to pray now. I'm talking about your destiny. As you are listening to me, you are crying. You realize you married wrongly. Yes. Let's not be ashamed. You see, the marriage you went into was not proper. Can't you see? People are enjoying their marriage. You are enduring. Your whole life has been prayer points. Your WhatsApp, your status is about your marriage. He says, these are, they are dry. They are dry. And then the Lord said to him, can they be restored? He said, that's what this one, I'm not sure. Only you can tell. And God said that, surely, prophesy to them that surely, that dry destiny, that dry destiny, that dead destiny, that frustrated destiny, that broken destiny, the Lord says that, I will cause breath to come into you. I will put flesh upon you. I will cover you with skin and you shall live. And so verse 7, the prophet begins to prophesy. And as we are entering to prayer now, you are going to prophesy. And as he prophesied, there was a sound and there was a shaking. And he saw things coming together. The broken parts of your destiny. And so the prophet said, I prophesied. And as I prophesied, there was a sound and things were coming together. And listen. And then he said, prophesy to the breath. And that is, uh, that's going to be our first prayer point. And then he said, that says the Lord, verse 9, come from the four winds, breathe upon this slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he has commanded me and breath came into them and they lived and stood up. And they were an exceedingly great army. Are you ready to pray? Any aspect of my destiny that is slain. Oh, are you ready to pray? Pray, pray like you have never prayed before. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. We are entering to prayer now. Any aspect of my destiny that is slain. As I pray, breath of God. Breathe upon it. Breathe upon it. Breathe upon it. Breathe upon it. 
any aspect of my destiny that is slain as I pray, breath of God, come upon it, breathe upon it. Breathe upon it. Masoka taya katuria ba. Le palakataya gada. Brendos patalaba. Masoka taya gada. Rekasataya da. Kadundegede. Kadurumusata. Ayakataya de. Manda balaba. Ibakataya. Ibakataya. Asata. Manto leve. Any aspect. Any aspect of my destiny that is slain as I pray. Breath of God. Breathe upon it. Breathe upon it. Come upon it now. 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 Masukata. 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 Breathe upon it, 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 breathe upon it. Don't sleep, don't sleep. If you are watching a movie, you will not sleep. I say, don't sleep. Hallelujah. Begin to thank God wherever you are. Say a prayer of thanks to Him. Thank you, Lord. Say a prayer of thanks to Him. Sing a new song to Him. Thank Him for His goodness. He is good. He is good. Yes, thank you, Lord. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Your life will not be cut short. You will not live another life. You will live the life God has for you. You will not bring forth to the wind anymore. You will see the fruits of your labor. Jesus name. You will not be shortcut. Your life will not be short-circuited. You will live and see the fruit of your labor. Jesus name. Every limitation on your life is removed by the grace of God. Jesus name. Every boundary set is cast away. The emptiness of your destiny are disappointed. Jesus' name. Because like the prodigal son, you have come into awareness. You have come into the realization that your life is of such great value. And your victories add to the glory of God. Nekala kraso pole I hear the Lord say, For you have been walking alone. Now see me run with you. And I saw a young man get his loins with his belt and tighten it. The Spirit of the Lord says to me, Get ready. You have been thriving alone. But now see me do it with you. Meko raba ashigata. Lekata gadosobo. Diantegava. Any destiny under demonic bondage. We set you free now. We set you free now. We set you free now. Go in the name of Jesus. 
Go Amen. in the name of Jesus. Your Amen. children shall not miss it. Your children Amen. shall be secured by the Lord. Lekatayada, mesatayade. May God open your eyes and show you the hidden problems in your destiny. And may He grant you the key of David to unlock those doors and access them. Fragmentations of destiny are being brought together again. Be merciful to us. Daddy, like we said in the closet, let people that gather to pray see results. Not for us. Because we also need restoration. But for the glory of God to be seen. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name.